Hi, and welcome to Grounding with Gem. I'm Gem Wilson, and I'm a mindset coach and founder of Vala Energy. I'm so excited to help you up-level your mindset, ground back into your body, and reconnect with nature to live your most fulfilling and expansive life. I truly believe that whatever you can see in your mind, you can manifest into your reality, and I can't wait to share my practical tips for life, love, and business with you. Thanks for joining me today, and let's jump right in. and welcome back to Grounding with Gem. It is so lovely to be back for another week. I cannot believe this is the fourth episode I'm recording. And as always, thank you all for the lovely messages and support. I really do appreciate it. I hope you've all had a great week and are looking forward to the weekend. I know I am. This past week has been pretty jam-packed. We have started renovations on the upstairs in the church. So I am recording this at 6 p.m. on a Thursday because there's been non-stop banging since 8 a.m. this morning and I haven't been able to record it. And although it's very exciting to be getting these renovations done, it sadly means that I'm pressing pause on my sister circles for a few months. So I'm very sad about that, but I'm going to use the time attending other sister circles. So if you have any you'd recommend in the South Wales, Cardiff or Barry or Penarth area, please do get in touch. And in other somewhat non-related news, I had my lucky day this week, which is Saturday the 19th. Now, I know you might be wondering, how do you end up with a lucky day number? Well, I actually went to see a psychic in Neath Fair all the way back in 2019. And she told me my lucky day was Saturday the 19th. So me being me, I scheduled them for what looked like the next three years because it came up on Saturday. It was my lucky day. And I remember her saying to me, it's your lucky day, Saturday the 19th. So buy a lottery ticket or a scratch card, which if you know me is something I never do. I actually don't really like the lottery or play in it much but this is my one or two days a year where I do it for a bit of fun I get down a scratch card as well and we just have a bit of a laugh doing it so I remembered when I was in Cowbridge on Saturday with my mom and my sister and I just had this sort of epiphany that I needed to get a lottery ticket on my lucky day so off I go into the Tesco Express and I say to the guy I need to two lucky dips because my psychic told me it's my lucky day today and the look on his face was quite hilarious when you realize that feeling of what you actually said out loud but my mom and my sister were just so nonchalant about it they were like yeah why wouldn't you get a lottery ticket on your lucky day so they both got one as well and as it turns out I won 30 pounds on one of my lines and they didn't win anything so if your psychic tells you the lucky day moral of the story is get a lottery ticket and thank me later. But lucky days and church renovations aside, this week I've been having lots of really interesting chats with all different kinds of people on social media, on my Vala account and also on my coaching account, all about leaning into this season of rest as we move into the winter and really learning to embrace the feel of the season and the energy of the season. And so I felt called to 
share my thoughts in an Instagram story. And again, I had so many replies saying, here, here, yes, I totally agree with this. So I knew I had to turn this into a podcast topic and share a lot more about the reasons why we feel called to slow down and also some tips and tricks to help you get through this time of year as I know that for some of us, it is not the easiest time of year. And something that I've definitely noticed is that it seems as though a lot of us are feeling this energy as a collective right now, this need to slow down and take things at our own pace. Because after all, we've just left this abundant season of summer where we are so energized and we're in Leo season, being sociable and getting out there. And now we've moved through autumn and we're beginning the transition into the winter months. And I live in the UK, so it's really easy to spot the change of seasons and we only have to look at the nature surrounding us to really find the clues of how we should be tuning into our bodies and the cycles of life and living at this time of the year. For example, the trees are bare, the days are shorter, there's less sunlight and all of these things, they're signs of slowing down and turning inwards and if we think about animals, they're beginning to go into hibernation and all of these efforts are done in a bid to conserve this precious life energy that we have. So why then as humans do we feel like we do not need to partake in this slowing down and we feel like we can resist and push through this change of pace and that we don't need to prioritize our cycles of energy as much. So I'm a Leo sun and I absolutely love the summer. I always joke I could live in an endless summer and I will never get bored of wearing shorts, wearing a vest and running around barefoot, going sea swimming, just living my general best life in the sunshine. And I was having this conversation with my mum recently who spent a large part of her 20s living in the Middle East during the 80s and she used to tell me that the one thing she missed the most was changing over her wardrobe and getting excited to wear winter boots and coats and she said that she actually found it really hard to get through the year without these indicators of the seasons which really act as markers from one transition period into the next. But yes, I am the first person to say that the winter is not my favorite season. From a young age, I have always dreaded it. I've dreaded the end of summer. I loved Halloween, but then I wanted it to go summer, Halloween, back to summer. (laughs) And I just couldn't stand the fact that the days would get shorter and the air would get colder. And especially during my teenage years, I would get a lot of symptoms of sad which made these months feel even more grim and like they were never ending and thankfully I've really found a way out of that now and I've found my way to connect with autumn and winter and what these seasons really have to offer Whereas I once saw this time of year as a time of darkness and being forced to stay in the house and counting down the days until spring and summertime when I would be free once more, 
It's only really in the last few years when I've been trying to consciously connect more with the wheel of the year and live life as my ancestors would have, which means embracing the festivals that mark the beginning of each season. And it's by doing this that I've truly began to see the beauty of the autumn winter time. And there's something quite peaceful about choosing to let go and let in the darkness rather than always trying to stay in the light and hold on to the light. And I think that's a great metaphor for life as well because we truly have to acknowledge and embrace our own shadow side as I've mentioned in previous podcasts that we need duality to exist and we need that balance of light and dark. And so often it's really easy to spiritually bypass our emotions and our feelings, but rather than doing that, try to allow them to move through you and to find the lessons and the learnings in them. And that's when, in my opinion, true growth and true shifts really take place. And honestly, the most natural thing we can do is work with the seasons that we live within. And if you think back to life before the industrial revolution, we were always working with the energy of each season as that's how we would farm and we would grow crops to sustain us for the year. And it was only when we advanced our knowledge of technology that we got clever and we started outsmarting the daylight hours and our relationship to the day. And so our relationship with the seasons became warped as a result of that. Working outside from dawn until dusk and making the use of the light became a thing of the past and we realized that we could go against nature to be more productive. But when I was thinking about this podcast earlier, I was definitely reflecting on how I feel as though a society, we've perhaps embraced this new way of working to such an extent that it's actually become somewhat of a disadvantage. Now we have technology that allows us to be working and accessible at any time of the day and to outsmart our own bodily rhythms. We also have an abundance of food from all around the world, which is at our fingertips when we go to the supermarket. And this has led us away from eating our seasonal veggies, uh, especially in the wintertime. These are things such as carrots, kale, potatoes, Brussels sprouts, parsnips. And when you think about it, what we eat is a really key indicator of the season that we're in. A lot of the time we'll crave salads in the summer and then in the winter our bodies will inherently crave these more um, carb-dense foods and veggies. So with the advancement in technology and the availability of foods from all around the world, we've sort of lost sight of the turn of the seasons and how impactful they are on us as human beings. Which is why I feel as though so many of us really have this innate sense of guilt or resistance when trying to lean into the energy of this season. And it really seems as though we're trying to embody this summer energy that is only meant for a season throughout the whole year. And this really makes me think of the quote that you always see flying around on Instagram, 
which says nothing in nature blooms all year and neither should you. And when I was thinking about this from another angle, a really great way to view this is from the perspective of a professional athlete. So this is someone that has a season of intense training and competing, but then they offset that period with a season of recovery and downtime in order to recalibrate and get back to their best optimum self and for them this is considered to be a non-negotiable so we don't think about it twice whereas we're all out here trying to keep going and going and wondering why we don't have the same amount of energy or stamina as we did only a few months ago and that's really the point that we're not supposed to So in order to honor this time of year and to honor yourself, I would love for you to think about where you are in the energy of forcing things to happen. This could be making yourself attend a social event when all you want to do is have a relaxing bath or maybe you're working through into the darkness when really you'd much rather call it a day when it is dark outside at 4pm and you feel your body naturally slowing down. Also, I'd love for you to think about where are you denying yourself rest because of what you think you should be doing or how you think you should be acting or where are you waiting for permission from others to allow yourself to rest. And this is something that I see a lot with women who also have a monthly cycle that impacts their mood and their energy levels. And I remember someone telling me recently that a man's energy cycle renews daily, whereas a woman's energy cycle renews monthly. And naturally, this obviously has a huge impact on our energy levels. And this quieter time of the year is when we as women would be experiencing our bleed and our own inner winter. So both of these times, the season and within our own cycle, they are perfect for tapping into that divine feminine energy of surrender, reflection and compassion rather than defaulting to the wounded masculine energy of hustle harder and go further and push 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 through it's really time to listen to the call of the stillness and to lean into that so I thought I'd finish up today by sharing a few of my top tips to get through the winter season These are things that I personally use, I share with my clients or basically anyone that finds winter to be a bit of a rough time. And these are great for protecting your own energy and allowing you to embrace the energy of the season. So my first tip is allowing yourself to have more time to rest and making your self-care a priority, which sounds really obvious. But how many of us are guilty of saying, when I get home tonight, I'm closing the bathroom door and it's me time. But then somebody rings us or somebody else wants our attention and then we fall back down our own priority list. So prioritizing yourself and your self-care could be as simple as having a lovely evening bath with candles and crystals around or it could be going to bed an hour earlier to read your favorite book or maybe spend some time doing a gratitude list or listening to a guided meditation which is one of my favorite things to do. You can also schedule in time for being rather than doing 
And this might sound like a foreign concept, but I love that phrase, we are human beings, not human doings. And it's a lovely invitation to remember to take time to just be. And this could be as simple as allowing yourself to sit in silence for five minutes. If you have a yoga mat or an acupressure mat, just laying back on there, checking in with your body and really listening to your breath. Are you doing shallow, short breaths or are you breathing down into your belly and really nourishing your body with the breaths that you take? Okay, tip two is one of my faves, which is to find new seasonal recipes to cook in order to connect with the season. Think of things like nourishing winter soups made from locally grown veggies or even herbal teas that are made with homegrown herbs. I would invite you to really embrace the carbs of this time of year as they are so needed for energy and our brains essentially run off carbs. I know from my training when I was a personal trainer, I truly learned about how essential carbs are for our day-to-day life. And tip three is to create your own light during these darker months and to cozy up your home with candles and warm natural fabric and really plush textures that you love to nest down into. Really take a moment to think about where you can incorporate more yin energy into your home and perhaps this looks like making yourself a cozy area or a little nook that you love coming home to at the end of each day. This could be as simple as having a nice little armchair with a blanket and a cushion and a place to put your favorite drink or your cup of hot chocolate on. And maybe treat yourself to a lovely scented candle or a new lamp to add that warm glow into your home. And finally, tip four, which is my last tip, is to get outside in the daylight for a brisk 20-minute walk to be surrounded by nature. This is so great, not only for your mental health, but your physical health, because not only are you out there exercising, you are visually taking in the change of the season when you look at your surroundings. And you'll also be getting vitamin D, which as we all know, we become so deficient of during the winter months. And getting out there in the sunshine, in the daylight, is also great for keeping your circadian rhythm in check at this time of the year, because I know firsthand it's so tempting when it's dark in the morning, it's dark in the evening and you're working in the day to just stay home and call it a day. Whereas if you get up a little bit earlier, you can get out there, maybe you can go for a sea swim if you're feeling really brave or just a quick 20 minute walk. As I said, this is something Dan and I do every morning. It is a part of our ritual and I think I might do a whole other episode on the importance of rituals and how they will change your day and your life. But if you start with one thing, start with a daily 20-minute walk. And if you're struggling to get out there, I would really encourage you to think of a really positive reward that you can give yourself. So it could be listening to your favorite podcast or maybe there's a coffee shop you like to go by and you can treat yourself to a coffee on your walk. Find these little small wins in your day that encourage you to get out there and to really honor yourself. So my friends, the time has come for me to love you and leave you for another week. 
and I hope you enjoy today's episode and if there is one key takeaway I hope that it is to give yourself permission to rest and to listen to your body when it is asking and calling for you to slow down. As always, please feel free to send me a message or tag me in a screenshot of this wherever you are listening and whenever you are listening and let me know what your key takeaway was and if you end up implementing any of these tips. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. If you enjoyed, I would be very grateful if you could subscribe, download and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time. Until then, join me over on Instagram at Jem Wilson Coaching and Vala Energy.